Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Standing on My Soapbox, your Monday through Friday rants, raves, and reviews talk radio show with the top stories in news, politics, and pop culture. Join your host, entrepreneur Scott Fullerton, and co-host, actor and writer Craig Hurley, right here at 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time Live, or subscribe and download on your favorite podcast distributors, including Spotify, Stitcher, and Apple and Google Podcasts. You're also invited to call in and share whatever is on your mind at 347-989-0126 during the live shows. So here we go. Stand up on our soapbox and let's start talking. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to Standing on My Soapbox. It is another great week here of talk radio. Today is Monday, November 4th, 2019. I'm your host, Scott Fullerton. In just a couple of moments, I'll be joined by my co-host, actor and writer, Craig Hurley. You guys are invited to give us a call in, talk about what's on your mind, how your weekend was, what you want to talk about this week. Well, phone lines are open for the next hour at 347-989-0126. That's 347-989-0126. So let's get to it, guys and gals. Let's stand up on my soapbox and start talking. Craig Hurley, how the heck are you? I'm good, sir. How are you? I'm good. What's going on? Um, just traveling, just driving around. Um, I, no, I'm I, hmm. I'm a little frustrated with humanity today. Is what I am. Normally, I'm like, you know, let's all let's all try to look each other in the eye and make sure that everybody knows that you know we're all a part of the same world and that we're all living right here, right now. Um, but I'm, I'm a little frustrated. Um, I, I can't really, I can't really like disclose why or who or what or any of it. Um, but I'm, I'm just baffled by some of the things that people do in general. And I'm, and I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm having a hard time, Scott, with, um, with uh, humanity today or the lack of humanity and empathy and compassion. And, you know, for not only your fellow man, but your, your you know, the animals that are around you, uh, the animals that are a part of your world as, uh, as well. They have feelings and, and they have spirits and all of that, depending on what you believe. Am I talking to myself? Nope. Oh, wow. Scott, you're there. <laughs> I just felt like, I, no, you're letting me talk, which I, I greatly appreciate. Um, I, I just felt like, you know, I haven't heard you say anything. I, I just, you know, I'm just having some experiences and had some experiences over the weekend that I'm, that, there, you know, there's just, I, I'm having a hard time, like, um, dealing with um, some people. So, you know, and, and it's a part of like, I really try to learn every single day that I'm here. I believe that I am on this planet as Craig for a reason. And I, I, I really, just like every single individual on the planet, they are here. They are here for a reason. I don't know what their individual reason is. I do happen to know what mine is, but in my past, 
when dealing with other individuals, I've been and and society, I have been known to be a real asshole. So I have in later on in my life after losing friendships and losing loved ones and, you know, and fighting with different people. And I, I, I'm, I, I've shifted cause I, cause I don't want to do that. And cause my words, if I get, if I get really angry at, at an individual for whatever reason, be it my own reasons or be it something they did, I, my words can be cutting. And a lot of people are capable of doing this. That you know, I, my words can cut right. you to the bone if I if I really want them to. And sometimes I don't want them to, and they still cut to the bone. And and so that's the stuff that I have been really paying attention to in my life. I I learned because I blew. Uh, it transfers over into in, into my business as well. I blew a deal on Daylight Sucks because I literally laughed in a producer's face and on an idea that they had and, and that they wanted to implement into the storyline. And I didn't mean to laugh. I, I I it's just something that inherently happened with me. But I am perceived as an asshole in that. <laughs> in that situation. And I have now learned from my lawyers and from my accountants that I am not allowed in the negotiating. So I'm not allowed in the negotiating at all ever. And, and because I'll do stuff like that, just like laugh at ideas when I shouldn't do that. I should accept their idea and then deal with it later. And, you know, after all the checks are signed and after the business is done, but it, it it transfers over into my personal life as well, and and I have lately not been responding to uh, others the, from what my perception is is their stupidity. I I have not been responding to it. I have been keeping my mouth shut just like I should if I'm negotiating a business deal in a business meeting. It's it's transferred over into my personal life and and I and in that I've also been trying to be just nicer to society in a whole because we we and especially me as an individual i i think millions of random thoughts all day long all day long all this random just just garbage flying through my head some of it is so mean dude some of it is so brutally mean that if i were to say it to somebody that i'm actually looking at dude it would slice them up and and i i don't want to live that way we already have enough of that there's already enough of that flying around and i you know I, it, it's really difficult for me when when humanity lately in my life when the, you know there there's a lack of it and I and I'm just like, it's just brutal when when it's like slapping me in the face and I and I really you know trying to do the Christ-like thing and you know, turn the other cheek and then you get slapped in the face again by some non-empathy having you know non-compassionate having douche and I and I'm just like I you know and how many times do you actually turn that cheek or how many times do I not say a word when this is an absolute like just, uh, 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 you know, an upfront to like how to, how to live a life peacefully. And I, I don't know. That's, that's where I'm at, dude. 
ranting about that for about five minutes. There you go. A little I'm frustrating. To, Sounds a little frustrating. Yeah, I'm just you know I, I'm wanting people to to like really identify with other people because this is it. This is it. There's nothing else, you know. Okay, yeah, some people got stories and theories about heaven and and all that and an afterlife and all that. And not, dude, it might just be fade to black. So you, you know, literally, that's it. You did, or it might be smash cut to black. You know, you don't know how fast you're gonna go. So nobody's nobody's guaranteed in that in any way. So you know, I, dude, this is it right here, right now, right this moment. And I'm trying to, you know, make other people aware of that too. And I and I don't know if I'm actually succeeding. I feel like I'm failing just in my own life. It's like things go in well, one ear and out the other. Others, but, hey, there's I mean, a cliche you can, for you. You can't there's control a cliche, others, dude. In one ear and out the other. It's not your responsibility to make someone else a better person, though. You can only make right. yourself a better person. So right. Like well, that's, that's, what, that's, that's absolutely what I've been attempting to do in my life is, is really pay attention to what's around me and really pay attention right. to, you know, those that are around me in, in the immediate vicinity, be them strangers or be them family. So, right. you know, I, yeah, yeah, I, I get yeah. that. Um, but is, is there at any point, is there a breakthrough of any kind? Not like I'm a therapist or a psychologist or a psychiatrist, none of the above, but is there a moment where people are like, Oh wait, he, 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 he kind of was an asshole, but there's a lot of truth in that, you know? And, and so is there, is there a moment of that? I, I don't see that happening. That's my problem with this with this weekend and with this, with what I'm experiencing. So, yeah, I understand that. Like I said, again, that's, that's you needing someone else to validate you though. You, you shouldn't, you that's never going to satisfy you. You have to be able to validate yourself because that's what you just said in that statement is, is someone else going to finally see that I'm not the jerk that I am? That's not for them. That's not for or you that to care I was. about. That's not for them. Huh? Well, yeah, other people's opinions, I should never, it's not, it's not my, right. it's not my place. Uh, and not if to, even if their changed, opinions about me. Important. Yeah, that was if you If you think you've changed and you know you've changed, that's all that's important. It doesn't matter what else thinks. Um, you just keep doing what you do. You're not doing it for them. You're doing it for yourself. Um, it, it's a, I don't know a side if effect to them. It's a side benefit to them that you are right. you are trying to be a nice person, a nicer person, and not tell everyone exactly what you're thinking about some of their stuff. But it, you're not really doing it for them. You're doing it for you, and exactly. so it doesn't really need to be acknowledged. So, yeah, that's where the point you have to get to. Unfortunately, it's a hard place to get to. I'm just I, I'm an entertainer, dude. You know, I'm an entertainer. I'm an artist. I, you know, I'm an actor, and and I do feel that there is some responsibility in that. In order to, you know, I mean, I, I'm 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 there to show an audience something, give them levity for an hour from their crappy lives or their crappy realities or whatever it is you know, that I'm entertaining them with, even, even now with, you know, doing the podcast, it's the same, it's the same thing. So I, I'm just having a hard time with it. Like, like we have to, you know, we have to give out, we don't necessarily have to, but it it, it behooves all of us as a, as a society for you and I to give out a a, a semi-positive message. 
as opposed to, right. you know, screaming at people and, and saying negative shit. So, you know, I'm, I'm just like, I, I'm just frustrated, dude. Although I did see uh, an old lady. She had to be like 80, I don't know, three, somewhere in there. I don't know how I got that. 83 on the dot. Uh, um, She was somewhere in there and she was walking through the parking lot and a gust of wind came through. that was like 25 miles an hour and knocked her on her ass. And, and it's kind of three stooges esque, but I was also like, damn, she's so old. She's going to break a hip. So this is not good news for her. And, and she was trying to get up and I was like two car lengths away and I was in my automobile. So I had to get out of my automobile in order to go and help her. But by the time I was going to help her, someone else had already helped her and helped her stand up and, and get to her car. And it was that I saw as like, Hey, all right, cool. You know, I, you know, there, my faith was restored a little bit, you know, but overall it hasn't been that way. You know, overall I've just been kind of going, wow, man, people are all lost in their own little places. And I get it. It's rough. You know, life is hard, but you got to take it out on other people. You really, you got to take it out on other people. And you're not aware that you're taking it out on other people. And that, you know, that's the thing. And that's me. It's in my life. I've been making myself, putting myself in check, putting my thoughts in check, putting my actions in check before I actually do them. So, you know, making right. sure that I'm not stepping over what that boundary or what that line might be that will absolutely destroy whatever friendship I had with that person absolutely mess it up but other people aren't seeing that about themselves and it's just kind of worrisome worrisome yeah i guess to me you know i'm i'm like i, I just uh, frustrated just frustrated i hear you i hear you well i hope you got that out a little bit being able to talk about it for a bit so that's good well Always you know it, we can acknowledge kinda, our frustration yeah thanks dude I appreciate that. I, I think I owe you like $150 for the past 15 minutes of <laughs> therapy. And anybody else out there that was listening that has any advice for me on my frustrations, 347-989-0126, may end up paying you as well. Don't have any money to do that, so I'll have to tell you. But, yeah, dude, it's just been frustrating. It's just been frustrating. I, I, you know, I'm, I'm just watching the way people are interacting with each other and, and, you know, and I'm, and and I'm biting my tongue, man. I am biting my tongue. I, you know, and I'm such a fan of a guy like Bill Maher who, yeah, I know he makes millions of dollars and we don't really want him to not say what, uh, what's on his mind because that's the gig. And, and I'm just like, our thought processes are, are so similar and I'm, I'm like, I, I so am biting my tongue and, and, you know, biting my lip and just keeping my mouth shut so much. And it's just, it's just really frustrating. It's really frustrating when I see things that happen to other people and, you know, and I'm not, it's not that I'm not allowed to say anything. I'm, t- I'm totally allowed. You know, I got free speech <laughs> and then it's up to the other person to be offended by it and punch me in the face. <laughs> so that's, that's how that works. And, you know, I can, I can absolutely say whatever it is <laughs> that I want to, but I'm, I, I'm really curbing my my own behaviors, and and I just don't see other people doing it, including our representatives. I'm like, what what is your deal? You do not represent me anymore. 
You know, it's like, dude, you, you say things that are so whack jobbish that I'm like, why are we even listening to you? And I am talking about 45. This does transfer into politics. So the, the behavior right. that's going on out there. And, you know, I, I, I just don't like it, man. Just don't like it. Well, I think I think this administration has stoked it. I think we are in a point of incivility that we have not seen in a long time. I don't think it started with this administration, but I think this oh, administration no, no, no. has ramped it up. As far, in my opinion, and I've been, you know me, I've been following politics for a long time, been very deeply embedded yeah, in politics for a long time, and I honestly think this first started to the partisanship and to the levels of animosity it's got was back when Carl Rove was around and for, and uh, George W. Uh, Carl Rove was a very dividing person. He's the one that created the strategy for Bush's second term, um, just in an LGBT sense. He's the one that tried to put all the marriage laws in and all the things between a man and a woman and that started dividing things, and then it just kept growing, and he kept coming up with idea after idea that would help divide people that got us into such a place that we were starting to really uh, be divisive with each other. And then this – Yeah, well, not even, even here, before that, dude. I, this shit's been around for a long time. Racism's well, yeah, been around, dude, forever. I mean, and, you know, things like the KKK and, and just stuff like that, and white supremacy, they've been around forever, dude. And and they will probably all always exist. They are on a decline. And you and I have had this argument <laughs> that Caucasians are on a decline. Um, but it's, from what I can tell, they are. I mean, uh, there's a whole bunch of other uh, races out there that are having a lot more children at this point than we are. What are we at, kid, like kids-wise, Caucasian-wise? Maybe three. So, you know, and, yeah, there's a lot of other families out there that are 10 deep. Um, so, um you know, I, 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 it's always going to be there, dude. It's uh, it's something we're always going to have to deal with, and it's just right, a slight mentality change. Depending on everything, it could be fomented. Yeah, uh, dude. Oh, by absolutely, it could be stoked. The top. So it's always yep. been there. Yep, yep. But like I said, I think yep. this administration has fomented this uh, to a larger scale than we've seen in quite a while. And right. uh, we'll we'll see. Yeah, so they were doing it during McCarthy as well. They they were oh, doing all that, and then right. even before that, there was segregationism, and, and there's all right. sorts of stuff happening. Even way before that, right. before you and I were born, this stuff was happening. So it's the same exactly. people. It's a, it's their descendants. It's the same people, and we just have to figure out how to. I I I, I feel like what's his face the the guy during the 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 cause the LA riots can't we all just get along i just i you know right. it's like you know we have to figure out how to work together here this is the only rock that we have to to wander right. around on together very very true we'll, we'll see what happens like i said it's uh it's not going to change anytime soon even if and when we get another president whether it be one year or, God forbid, five years, um, it's going to take a while to kind of it could swing the other way. It's going to take a while You're for funny. this all to, to slow down a bit. Um, be it one so, year or, God forbid, five years. Right. So, 
Oh, it's it's not going to change overnight. We got it. We got to hope that we mm. uh, that everyone kind of decides to make it a better place. And it's I just not... I can't judge anybody. I can't judge anybody. I never have. I, I can't judge anybody on the color of their skin because I don't know what color I actually am. It's not just racism. I mean, I'm racism Irish. is not all we're talking about, though. There's against right. women. There's against LGBT. There's yeah, against, yeah, yeah. Um, yep. Sports people. There's against celebrities. There's all sorts of. Yep. Biases out there. It's not just racism. That happens right. to be one kind of seems recurring from that, theme though. that comes back more than others. But yeah. uh, it's it's not alone, and it's fomenting of bigotry and hatred. That's for sure. Right. Uh, it could be anti. Hey, what's the definition? What's what is the difference between bigotry and and say prejudice? Like bigotry has to actually have a pattern of some kind, right? Isn't that what you were saying before? Uh, somewhat, yeah. Um, I mean, the difference for me, I mean, bigotry is you are actively doing something. To me, bigotry is actively doing something. Prejudice right. is um, an opinion based on what you feel and what other people kind of the group mind speak, so to speak. Right. Uh, that's my difference of it. I think bigotry right. is proactive. I thought there was you, an actual. Are, I thought there was an actual definition, like that. It's that that it's something uh, that a pattern is set up. Because we were talking about bigotry before um, when it came to Oprah, and we're like, what? There is no pattern. There is. There's nothing set up, you know, as far as we understand of her being bigoted against any race. So because you have to have a pattern of that. She may be prejudiced and she may be racist in her own thoughts, but she's never shown to be a bigot. She's never shown to do, you know, to have that behavior. Bigotry is the act. Bigotry is the act. So, yeah, that's how I that's how I feel about it. Um, and I think huh. that's kind of the overall feeling about bigotry yeah. is actually acting on it. Prejudice is the thought process or the opinion right. of it. Right. So yeah, very much so. <clears throat> I agree. Hi, dude. Sorry, I didn't mean to like you know be so right. like, introspective on a, on a, on a show for the positive public. Positive stuff going on. At least you can <laughs> think of a talk about that'll overcome the other. Uh, no, because I keep slipping into you know Lori Laughlin's family being in in complete disarray. So, you know I can't <laughs> stuff like that. You need to get so, over her. That's another one. You I keep can't. Going back to the I can't. No, place. especially you with need to no, because Felicity Huffman. No, Felicity Huffman handled it perfectly, and she is continuing right. to handle it perfectly. She is currently at the fucking uh, wow at the um, at the teen um, uh, rehab thing. She is currently at the teen rehab facility and she is doing her community service. So, you know, it's like that to me is dignity and and, uh, not, not along with the word that I just said with it, but sorry about the sweat. Um, But the, you know, that's, that's handling it in in a dignified way. She's like, okay, I'm guilty. Tell me what my sentence is. She actually started doing the, she went to that teen rehab um, before she was actually in jail and then she served time and now now she's out and she's doing it immediately dude she's in there today so right. doing her community service and i just think she's handled it perfectly where Lori, no 
Lori has not been handling this at all in a mm-hmm. dignified manner. And well, so. I can't say that. I don't. I, I mean, I agree 100% on the felicity part. I mean, the organization she's working with, Teen Project LA, is fantastic. They work with at-risk homeless and sex trafficked young women. I wouldn't say. I mean, she hasn't said anything on it. She's pleaded not. She's pleaded not good. She's done a stupid thing because she's obviously done it. So, but she's she hasn't had any interviews. She hasn't done anything publicly to handle it True. the wrong way. True. All she's done is pled True. not guilty, which which is wrong. Um, but she right. hasn't added to it, as far as I'm concerned. True. She's just yeah, no, I, I see that. Out. Right. I don't think she's yeah, added. I, I mean, we haven't heard one word from her since her sentencing or from her from her um, when she got. Uh, what's your, uh, or, from, or whatever, or from but, her lawyers, because they've been right, in exactly. closed door meetings, you know, with the other lawyers and with the judge on this. So, right. you know, hashing out different so I, I think, what they want, what the information is the that they want. Speculation on there is what keeps bringing. That's why I said we can't keep bringing it up because nothing's really changed. We need to get third, it. All the third she's done charge. Is she not guilty. The third right? charge. She not guilty that again, which was silly. Right. Um, I mean, obviously she's silly. not. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> she's obviously guilty. I mean, I, I, I and I guess I could never be a juror on that trial. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to but um, I mean, she hasn't How do you feel really about this case, besides <laughs> plead not guilty to it. I mean, she has right. she's kept a low profile. She hasn't tried to to capitalize on any way. So I really. I think just everyone else talking about it's what's keeping the foment going. That's why I'm trying right, right, right. not to not to go too much on it. But, okay. Uh, well then, yeah, I can stop talking about it. It was just something that was on my mind. That's all. Right. No, you asked exactly. what was on my That's mind. Right. No, I appreciate that. Besides the lack of uh, humanity and humanity. Don't mean to be Deborah Downer from SNL. You you point the camera towards me and it goes. <laughs> Did you watch SNL this weekend? I did not watch the current episode. I, I, I'm, I do stuff like watch the episodes that John Belushi was in and that Dan Aykroyd were in. And, you know, I, I tend to jump around and, and watch that. I didn't watch the current episode. Why? What happened? I, I got to start taping again, especially since we're in a, co- a political climate again. Recording. But I don't know. I guess I, I just heard that the cold openings were amazing. Nobody they had the, uh, they had the. Um, you have a VCR, Scott. Service dog. Yeah, whatever. VCR. But I need a DVR. <laughs> it's uh, recording. <laughs> I need to DVR the episode. But I, I guess go. they had something on the uh, on the 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 dog that got part of the the ISIS guy, and then they had Elizabeth Warren in her healthcare, and they're just the, Kate McKinnon is dead on as Elizabeth Warren. I've only seen bits and pieces so nice. far. But it just—it's looking like it's going to be another really good season, political season for them. They did so good last season. Well, their cold opens. Yeah, no, their cold opens lately have been absolutely amazing. So they've right. been very, very funny, and they, as far as I understand, they're ripping on forty-five the whole time. On every single yeah, cold open, said, it seems like that's the got, thing. Supposedly they got Warren in her twenty trillion dollar. Um, Medicare for all thing that's saying kind of tease about that. McKinnon was dead on, right. and they just cure everything nice. and everyone, which is kind of cool. So I got to start uh, yeah. setting the DVR for it again. But 
Yeah. SNL for years and uh, they for years it, it it'll happen like there'll be a great season and then there'll be a not so great season and it even goes show to show. It's like right. there'll be some great skits and then there are skits that just do not land. You know, they, they just, they, they are not funny. It didn't work and you'll never see them again. Um, but right. this is what they do. They do sketch comedy. So, you, you know, you, you have to, and the majority of it's improvised. Some of it is scripted. Um, so, you know, you, you have to, uh, uh, some of that is going to absolutely fail. And but there are just some brilliant moments, and that's why I tend to go back and and watch some of the older stuff to see, you know, what those comedians and and some of those comedians are just so brilliant. Bill oh yeah, Murray, just so brilliant, dude. When oh man, I mean they're brilliant now, but if they're not dead, um, you know, guys like Garrett Morris, and and I actually worked with him on on a TV show called Hunter, and had a conversation with him. He's in. Uh, 27 and all washed up as well. Um, but it's just so funny. I, you know, these guys, I mean, just some brilliant, brilliant moments in sketches right. that nobody, you know, since has really watched. It's stuff that you really got to go back and, and check this old, the old, the old stuff out. And I, I don't know if it's Amazon prime or Netflix. I don't know who has it. It's Netflix, Hulu or Amazon prime. It's one of those three. That that has older seasons of of uh, SNL, but nice. and, and it's amazing to me how the the comedy still works in 2019. Like it's not it's not something that that is it, it's dated, but it still works. And some of it actually applies. It blows my mind how how like wait we're dealing with the exact same thing with the politicians that they were dealing with in 1976. The exact same problem. So the the Mideast and, you know, the exact same stuff. So it's really, really interesting to see either our evolution or to see how just brilliant some of these some of these these things are. They did, you know, uh, uh, Mommy Dearest Christmas is one of the things I just watched yesterday or the day before. And and, you know, with Joan Crawford and with Christina and her daughter and and dude, Gilda Radner is Christina. It's just just nuts dude how funny she is and it's it's really dark humor because it's joan crawford doing mommy dearest christmas so you know it's really dark and and demented but it's oh man it's just so brilliant and you know that's the stuff that that that's and that's all i wanted to say about snl you know some of the stuff lands and some of it just falls miserably but you have to expect it to be that way you can't right I stayed in this weekend and binged The Politician. I kind of talked about that a couple of weeks ago. Nice. I think I've wanted to watch it. And Excellent. I was How was it? I really enjoyed it. It's um it's an eight episode run so far and it looks like hopefully they'll get renewed for a second season. But it's an eight episode season and it's very it's hard to describe. It's kind of like um what was the uh, what was the politician one that I think reached Witherspoon? Was then not not the not the funny one, but uh, what was that called? Oh, I can't remember. I'm not a big Reese was, fan. I, I should be more of a, a bigger Reese Witherspoon fan, but I'm not. 
So I'm not sure what you're talking it about. It was actually. kind of a serious, sarcastic voting, um, political one she was in. I forget the name of it. But it's kind of like a mix between that and Heather's, where it has kind of a right. dark comedy twist to it and everything. And Ben Platt is amazing from Broadway, from Jeremy Hansen, Tony Award winner Ben Platt. He gets nice. to work some of his music into it, which is really nice. Um, Gwyneth Paltrow, that I forget, is actually a decent actress, has done uh, at times, is, was really good in it. Uh, it's got a lot of cameos by a lot of different people that I like, and it's just a very well-done, satirical, political show. Um, and I really enjoyed it. And the very end, the last episode, um, has the whole season, the first episode is, is him trying to win his high school class presidency and failing miserably. And the nice. last episode ends with him a couple years later, kind of in a bad place. And uh, the whole gang gets together to get him to run against this state senator played by Judith Light, which I love, and her chief of staff, Bette Midler, which is just amazing. The two of them are amazing together. And that's what the second season will be based on, is him running against uh, Judith Light and Bette Midler. It looks like it's going to be an amazing second season if it happens. It's just a great show. It's on Netflix. I binged all eight all eight episodes yesterday, and it was it was a good good show. I, I enjoyed it. You don't really have you don't have well. HBO yet, do you? No, I don't do HBO yet. You need you need to get HBO, dude, because Big Little Lies. She was really good in that too. She executive that's produced a, that. That's Reese. another one of those. I don't know if I'd want to see that one either. That one's kind of. Oh, dude, it's the, really good. And Meryl Streep. Me, the same Meryl kind of Streep stuff is scary good. No, that's on Hulu. Right. Handmaid's yeah. Tale is on Hulu. Dude, you got to see Handmaid's Tale, man. Why don't you want to see that? I don't understand. Because it, it just, just hits too close to home. <laughs> yeah. Just All the colonies. Yeah, I just. Not not ready for all it. the not colonies right it. there next to you. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, because it, it is it is very creepy, but it's it's about how a democracy can slip into a dictatorship quickly, and it's it so it is kind of you know it's scary to think that that could actually be. Election was the Reese Witherspoon movie I was thinking of that was the oh, sarcastic okay. uh, and very good. Right. And one of our Eagle Eye listeners sent me a text on it, so very cool. Nice. All right, well, we are 35 minutes into it. We are going to go ahead and take a break. We'll come back and talk about the news, politics, and rest of the pop culture of the day. If you're listening to Standing on My Soapbox, you can give us a call, 347-989-0126. You have about 20 minutes to call in. We're starting the week off. On a uh, fun note here, we're talking about uh, what's going on in the world. This is uh, Katie O'Brien with Under the Influence. Trying to tell me to leave you alone 
We are back, guys. You're listening to Standing on My Soapbox with Scott and Craig. You can give us a call over the next 20 minutes at 347-989-0126. That's 347-989-0126. What do you want to delve into, my friend? Anything on your hot button? Um, No. No. I ran out of gas the other day. We were just talking about this off air. I ran out of gas the other day, and I don't know how I did that. I mean, this is 2019, so you know where all of your cars tell you how to, so that you're not, you know, gives you 50 miles at least when that little bell goes off. I, the bell didn't go off like it may have before that, but then I used the car on empty like four times, and and it and it finally ran out of gas, and it, the bell like there was no bell, there was no. There was no nothing. It just literally <laughs> stalled in the middle of the road. And and so it was just, I, I don't know how that happened, but I'm just warning people out there. Dude, don't don't trust your the little bell. Don't trust the little yellow light. Don't trust any of it. Uh, it don't let it get below, like, I don't know, an eighth of a tank. That's what I would, that's what I would say. There's, right. there's a rule. Don't let, you know, don't there let it go. get below a certain amount, and then you don't have to worry about it. So, 
Yeah, I've run out of gas one time ever, but I've come close a lot of times. Because, like you said, that little bet you get used to that little bell or the little light that comes yep. on. You think, oh, you're fine. But if that comes through at a really inopportune time and you forget about it, you're in trouble. My yep. problem is I forget about it, too. If it happens to happen, then I decide, well, I'll get it after I, when I, I'm on my way to some place and the light goes right. off, so I, light goes on, so I know I can get to that place. I'll get it afterwards. My memory is so bad, and I'll forget so to get it, it when I get back on. Yeah, I'll forget. Yeah. I'll forget. <laughs> and so no, I reset it. I press, I press the reset button so that it's not, like, glaring in my face that I'm, you know, on empty. So, because that's what it says on the screen. So, in my in my truck is that I'm on empty. Right. And, and so, I'll reset it so that I can actually see my speedometer or whatever else, you know, tire pressure or whatever else. And, uh, right. and so, that I think I did that once, but the bell never came back on, dude. <laughs> like I, I used the truck like four times, and after that, I only went you know a mile or two, so it, it didn't seem like that far to me. But I guess just starting it uses a bunch of gas, and so you know I, I turned all Glenn Close on you. I will not be ignored. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, stall in the middle of a turn. It was not fun, oh, not fun goodness. at all. Yikes. But yeah, pay yeah, attention to, to, to those lights when they go off. It, it, you know, it was different. If you've got an older car, if you've got something that was built in the 70s, like I had a, a 67 Oldsmobile, there was no way I could ever tell how much gas I had in that thing. Because, you know, the, right. they didn't have, you know, the bells and the, and the yellow lights and all that. It, it literally went down to E, and then it would actually bounce, like the gas gauge <laughs> would bounce so while you're driving so how do you actually know you know how much gas you actually have in there so if you've got an older car i can understand but right. in no, a newer admit, car i, I should not have run out of driving gas long and, um, i've been driving enough years that i've had many different types of cars and i've had a car that this that the gas gauge did not work well and so i went by miles right. i never went by the gas you went by miles i went yeah, by no, miles that's actually the best way and when i yep when I hit a certain mile, I knew I had to get gas soon because it was going to be running out sometime soon. And so I've had yeah, that, I've done I've that, had before. that happen before. I've had a car like that before. Yep. So I hear where you're coming from. That's funny. Too funny. Hey, I had a wild thing, a per, uh, off chance thing happen today. I got a text from my friends in Vegas. Um, right. She sent me a picture. Uh, our mutual friends from back in high school days had sent them over a uh, text requesting I get in touch with them. I haven't talked to them forever. And this is a girl that I was really good friends with. And so I uh, haven't talked to her in God. It's been 30-something years. And she sent my friend a text and sent it to me. So I hooked up with her today and her brother, who I haven't seen forever, and her brother has cancer. So talking about not knowing and not realizing what's going to happen there. So it's kind of really cool to find out that these guys are still around and to reconnect, but then it's sad to see that he's dealing with cancer. I don't know the whole extent of it right now, if he's beaten it or not. We're going to get into it more later tonight and tomorrow, but but just, it's amazing how these social media things can help you connect. As bad as social media, I've read a whole bunch of stuff today on the demise of social media and how bad it is for everything and how TikTok is now part of the Chinese government that's going to spy on us or whatever. But social media can be used for good, and uh, I had that come through today and got to be in touch with some very dear friends from a long time ago. So I'm excited about that. And like I said, one of them is dealing with cancer right now, 
So I want to. It's good to reconnect with some me. people on on Facebook. That's for sure, uh, or on social media in, in general. Um, you know, it's that it, that's a good thing. It, it made the world a little smaller for you know for people that you actually want to get in contact with. But there are also right. a whole bunch of people, you know, that that I'm, you know, that we're all in contact with that we didn't necessarily want to be in contact with, but because of social media, <laughs> we are. It's like, wait a minute! I thought I wasn't ever going to talk to you again, and the last time I saw you was high school. So (laughs) now I get to see your opinions every day. (laughs) There you go. But that's part of growth, isn't it? Isn't that a part of you know everybody's growth as well? Exactly. All right, well, we've gone 45 minutes talking about our issues. Let's go into a couple issues of the day, and we'll just go through them all real quick here, things that I thought were interesting, and uh, we can give our opinion real quick. If anybody else has anything they want to go, give us a call on. Um, We talked uh, last week or the week before how Jennifer Aniston finally went on Instagram and got, like, a couple million followers in a couple hours. Matthew right. McConaughey decided to go on for his 50th birthday over the weekend. Right. Um, and, of course, Matthew McConaughey being Matthew McConaughey, if J- uh, Jennifer Aniston just posted a picture of the friend's uh, updated picture of her friend's cast and her out doing right. something social. McConaughey being McConaughey does a video <laughs> talking about going deep and everything. You know, he always, always kind of, Seems to take himself really seriously and everything, right. and uh, so his isn't he a little behind? To, I mean, it's Instagram, dude. I, I think I've been on Instagram since Instagram was created. Uh, you know, well, I, a lot I, of them don't I, do it because they. He's a little behind. Wanna, yeah, they, like, it's lately not, I've been looking at at TikTok, uh, and I've been looking at other forms of social media. I mean, it's like even Instagram is a little burnt out. So, okay. but TikTok is the new Sorry, one. Sorry, people got to do what they got to do. It's a billion downloads. TikTok is up to a billion wow. downloads now. So yeah, wow. it's it's the next big thing. So definitely. Yeah. And like I said, right now it's under. They're they're investigating it in Congress because it is a Chinese company that founded it, and right. they're right. worried about the data mining on it because you get a lot of information, yep. obviously, from. A, all oh no, dude! They're allowed to tap into all the all your stuff. Tells you everything about yep. you, so they're kind of wondering yep. what the Chinese might be able to listen to on that. So that's kind of an interesting. But anyway, McConaughey's on, and he goes a little deeper than everyone else, and uh, it was just kind of amusing, uh, McConaughey being McConaughey on that. So I thought that was fun. Um, the New York City Police Commissioner, the one that fired the guy uh, for the chokehold. Uh, Pantelano right. on uh, Michael, I forget his name. Yeah, I'm not uh, but, sure about this. Why did he? Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure about this. He's been getting flashed for down. firing the. He's, right, but why is he getting flashed from people for firing happy him? With him? The police oh, union okay. wasn't happy. It wasn't the public. The police union, um, which he is their boss, technically. The police union was Correct. not happy and had no confidence in him for firing one of their own. Um, I. I think he should have been fired. I think five years was a little long, so I can understand maybe the police union being upset about taking five years to do it. Maybe if he would have right. acted a little more proactively, they might have understood more. But right. yeah, so he is stepping down at the end of the month now for that. So that is what it is. Um, 
Hmm. McDonald's um, is caught up in the Me Too movement. Poor uh, Mayor McCheese and whatever the Big Mac police guy was. <laughs> what um, happened? <laughs> I guess These are the, Muppets. Uh, These are Muppets. How could a Muppet <laughs> violate any? I mean, come on. that's Dude, seriously, what happened? Who did no, what? I'm just, Mayor McCheese I'm, did I'm, something? I, no, I'm just saying that they'd be disappointed. I'm just, I'm just saying that the police chief uh, McMuffin or whatever is uh, Big Mac and whatever. Uh, the CEO right. of McDonald's um, was fired for messing around with a subordinate in the company. Oh, okay. Uh, so were... he was. Uh, <laughs> going to say, CEO I thought you were going to be like, oh, they showed up at a furry party. Sorry. No, he was by. <laughs> that would be, be, be very funny. Um, fired for violating company policy by having a consensual relationship with an employee. He's going to lose un- unvested stock options of over $28 million. He will wow. get 26 weeks of. Uh, for having pay. a consensual relationship with another adult. Yeah, because right. it's in the. It's in the McDonald's policy. You cannot have you can't a relationship with your... a subordinate. It was like that when you I worked can't... a restaurant for Kahunaville, one of the restaurants I worked at. Right. You were not a, you were not allowed to quote unquote fraternize with your subordinates. And it was really hard for me because I was an opening manager. So I would go around and open all these new stores. Right. So you're in a different place for six months and you're not supposed to fraternize. I mean, you're talking fraternizing, right. not dating. You're not even supposed to go out and right. have drinks with the, your coworkers. Not even supposed to have a drink. I found right. it very lonely and very – I didn't like it at all, to be honest with you. Yeah, I, but it's I, a I don't know how I, how I feel about it. I mean, I, there's been times, especially entertainment business, I mean, people meet on sets all the time, dude. That, right. You know, they, they, like they're, they're, they meet and they have relationships. That's the, that's that's – what happens where people um exactly. I, wow i don't I, I you know i don't he shouldn't be it, it's consensual i don't i don't understand but it, it, did he do it's, something it's weird, that was actually it's a weird corrupt restaurant thing i was in restaurant yeah. for 20 years and it's just a weird thing you'll see a lot of managers married to ex hostesses where the hostesses had to quit once they started mar- uh, dating the boss it's just a very weird thing um that's been around way before we Me Too movement, right? And I never yeah. really understood it exactly. Um, I understand from a, I understand is about dating a direct <clears throat> subordinate, and I guess a hostess is a direct subordinate of the dining room manager. So I understand it in one degree where you can show favoritism to that person a right. little bit. But um, as far as like a kitchen manager dating a hostess or a dining room manager dating a cook, I never understood why any of that. Or just going out to to have a cocktail with them or anything, just the fraternization is always really looked down upon. It's like, dude, I'm a full grown adult. <laughs> I I understand my job that I'm not supposed right. to show favoritism. That happens in any job, but and restaurants right. are serious about it. It's very weird to me. It's always been weird to me. My 20 years in the industry, I always thought that was very strange, but. Anyway, he's that is down strange, but I, I mean, they need, but they've got a, they've got the character on on the Connors, who uh, what's her face just had a baby, the daughter I can't Becky just had a baby, 
And that baby is from the busboy at the the diner where she was a bar where she's a bartender. So right. I'm not, you know, I mean that's that's you know there's that's relations going though. on in the restaurant. That, the weird he got thing deported, is by the way, on the show. <laughs> the difference, though, and that is allowed. Employees are allowed to date, but manager employees. Oh, so cannot. employees are, but just in managers employees and, and employees are right. Exactly, uh, just managers. Okay. So yeah, right. just a weird, so a weird restaurant thing happened way before Me Too movement. But right. anyway, the, the the moral of the story is this guy lost twenty eight million dollars in stock. Wow, but it, it, you know, uh, wow, that, that's a little 26 extreme. Years, twenty six weeks of uh, of uh, pay of uh, whatever they call that pay. I mean, unless um, he unless he bashed her, you know, afterwards, or I mean, unless there was something else where. Or I'm assuming it's a her. It could be a him, you know, where they were, you know, like, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, no, he was making $15.9 million a year. Worth, wow. And, and, and he he lost all that. He got fired over it. Kind of wild. Wow. I, I so, yeah. you know, I, I hope they're still together, dude. I mean, that doesn't, you know, I that really so sucks. <laughs> it's a yeah, that dude, part, that really funny. sucks. I mean, they didn't yeah, even, you know, like, it's not even a divorce. It's not even like anybody's getting that money. It's just that getting taken away. Reported on. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah that, that's kind of wild. I hope they're but, still uh, together, dude. Right. So I thought that was interesting. Um. Another interesting thing is the Republican governor of Oklahoma um, has the largest single-day mass commutation in history today because they decided and the, the legislature decided and the Republican governor went along with it, good on him, that they were going to get rid of minor drug offenses and minor misdemeanors, turn minor felonies into misdemeanors. So with that, Four hundred and uh, uh, five hundred twenty-seven sentences. Yeah, yeah, five hundred twenty-seven sentences reduced. Four hundred and sixty-two got to leave today, and there's sixty-five being held on detainer, getting ready to be released. So that's kind of wild, wow. kind of cool. No, that's so really good. I, I didn't expect it to come out of Oklahoma. I did not right. expect it I, to come out the of whole that. Thing, yeah. But exactly. yeah, but that's really, really good move. And is it a privatized prison or is that a public prison that they're being released from? Do you know? Um, I don't think it's one. It's necessarily one prison. It's all over the state. Um, it's really? The sentences for all these people. Nonviolent, no nonviolent drug-related crimes. Yeah, no, Correct. that's good. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's really good. I, I've been preaching that for a long time. There's no reason right. for anybody that's nonviolent drug related crime to be in jail. No reason. Yeah, at and all. low level property crimes. So it's for I, I don't know so much about that because that's still theft. Low level property crimes. So. Well, that's still theft. So you yeah, know, depending I, I, what it does, low, it just says low level property crimes. It could be disturbing the peace. It could be trespassing. It could be a whole bunch of other things that might have been felonious. I don't know. Spray but you painting. Think it would be theft. You would think tagging. it would be theft. I don't know. Right. All right, we got about five wow. minutes left. No, we should really always good, bring Susie Q on at the beginning of every week and see if Susie Q has a word of wisdom for us. Susie Q, thanks for listening in so Any patiently. How was your weekend, dear? Oh, man, I love you guys. Okay. What's going on, Susie Q? When Yoda said to Luke, you do not what I say, and he says, okay, I'll give it a try. And 
the Yoda says do or do not. There is no try. Correct. Love Very it. true. Love I it. love a little Star, Star Wars wisdom to start the week. Very apropos. Nice. That's I like cool. it. So can you have a good weekend? Oh, Lordy. Um, fair to Midland. Up and down like a roller coaster, uh, as every family has, you know, some medical, there some whatever, go. some financial. Um, life, just plain life, you know. That's what but I'm doing okay. The, first the world's hour. all wrong, but I'm okay. okay <laughs> you're going through it. Well, thanks for calling yeah. to the queue. We hope to check in from time to time the rest of this week. Have a great week ahead, okay? Thank you. Remember, do or do not, there is no try. There you go. Yeah, but Very can you well. do the, the Yoda impersonation? Do that. There is no try. <laughs> okay. At least there All right, the there you go. I like it. Thanks, Susie Q. Have a good week. Thanks, Susie Q. That was funny. Very funny. All righty. Well, that's about it. I mean, there's a couple other stories we didn't get to. Nothing major. Um, the Justice Department is going after the guy that wrote the anonymous book about Trump, but I don't believe in anonymous right. anyway, so that's not – I don't have any sympathy for him. If you're not going to step up and do it – Say who you are, yeah. Say who you yep. are, yeah. So that's it. The Nationals went to the White House today, all but about six players, and uh, so good for them for winning the World Series. And I think that's about it. Nothing, nothing else exciting going on. Tomorrow is voting around the country, so if you are, uh, you have any elections going on, no matter how small they are, please go out and vote. Um, these are the ones that are most important. A lot of people tend not to vote unless they are big elections. For yeah, but these are your actual representatives. Congress. These, these are people these that people actually that work your city, your county, yep. your people that pick up your trash, that work yep. on your school board. These are the ones that affect you more than any president or state senator does. Um, and it's these really, are the ones you really it's really important. Yeah, I was talking, and I'm sorry that we only have a couple of minutes here, um, because uh, I was talking to a couple of Nevadans, that, uh, people who are residents here, uh, that are not happy at all about the way they're handling the amount of money that came in from legalized marijuana. Um, they're supposed to put it into education. Uh, Nevada is currently something like 49th. It's stupid. It's, it's worse than Alabama. Um, and in education, they're supposed to put it into health care and they're supposed to put it into the roadways and the roadways around here. Yeah, they're pretty good. Um, like all throughout Vegas. And you can see that they're working on them. Um, but, uh, the, uh, uh, the education, <laughs> horrible and the healthcare non-existent. So where places like Colorado, when they legalized, they took $40 million the first year of the tax money because they got a, like $100 million or $120 million in, in taxes in the first year. And they okay. applied $40 million or so to um, education. And they created an entire education system that's like a kindergarten through high school and and where if your kid is learning and they're more advanced, they, they continue to move along. They don't get held back. Um, and then those that need the, the individual studies get it. 
so that they can learn, you know, the proper education that they need to. Um, and then, and their, their teachers are paid very well. Um, and then they put in um, uh, Colorado Care. They created this thing where it covers the majority of what ACA doesn't cover, what Medicare doesn't cover, what well, all of the above, what insurance companies don't cover. They cover it. So they added to that too. And the roadways are pretty nice, they, except for, you know, like I've said in the past, they needed to create heated roadways in areas where you know it's going to snow. <laughs> That's just basic. Right. It's just logic. You know, you know it's going to snow in the Rocky Mountains. You know it's going to freeze. You know there's going to be some precipitation. So you need to create heated roadways, and it's really inexpensive. And it's while you're repairing them. So it's part of the process. And that way you don't have any frozen roadways. But beside the point, they took all of these monies that in Colorado and applied them to specific areas. And now those areas are getting better. Those areas, you know, they were desperate in desperate needs of monies where we've got the Nevada school teachers that are on strike or about to go on strike because of all of this. And you've got um, right now Chicago school teachers and, and Illinois school teachers are on strike. So it's happening all over the country. And it's easily these monies from weed, from marijuana sales, from legalized marijuana sales can be applied and should be applied. And it fixes and helps and works things that are a little bit broken right now. And those are the things that need our help. So that there needs you the, go. All the right. help well, of we'll getting money get in some way. Yeah, get out and vote. That's what I was trying to get around to is that this is the yeah, these are the people that are going to directly affect you and where these monies are coming from and are allotted. They're the ones making the decisions on where to place these. So you have to put the right people into place in order to make sure that that decision is made correctly and made for you, you know, in, in a correct manner. So, yeah, it's very important to get out and vote tomorrow. All right. Well, that does it for us. We'll be back tomorrow and all week long, Monday through Friday, 3 o'clock Pacific, 6 o'clock Eastern time, right here on Standing on My Soapbox. Uh, Be sure to subscribe at your favorite podcast distributor. Give us a positive five-star review. We do appreciate it. It gets our word out there a little bit more. This is Levi Christ. So much better. Bye-bye. Take an afternoon drive I've been working too hard I want to leave it all behind Behind me The and pulling Yeah, the world keeps spinning around And around But I go with the flow Nobody's gonna get me 